0: To stay in shape, you have to hit the pavement. You have to put in some hard work and sweat along the way. Many of the same principles apply when it comes to money. Let's whip that portfolio into shape. It's time for Financially Fit with Kyle Hammersmith. Hey,
1: everybody. Welcome into this edition of Financially Fit with Kyle Hammersmith. Kyle, what's going on, buddy? How are you this week?
0: I'm doing pretty well. and just uh, dealing with the... What's going on, you know, currently in the economy in the United States and in the world globally? How yeah. it's tying to everybody and you know how it's affecting our current plans and the, the just con- out there actually just doing some educational stuff here at oh, some, co- some colleges, kind of letting people know. So good, that's awesome. Kind of how to deal with it. So
1: yeah, it's I tell you what, it's unlike anything I think anybody any of us have ever seen. What still blows my mind is, that, you know, the thing still has a 98% survival rate yet, you know, we're just acting like it's, you know, I mean, again, it's a serious thing. I'm not saying it's not, but I just think we, you know, sometimes we get so worked up about different things and different avenues and nobody wants to have anything happen to anybody they love. And I understand all that, but sometimes panic is certainly not the best, you know, medicine without a doubt. So good to hear that you're, you know, trying to do what you can to alleviate concerns, especially on the financial side. As we talked in a podcast a couple of weeks ago, it's not, you know, you haven't had uh, too much happening on that front. You know, a lot of people working with you are are feeling good, they're feeling comfortable. Maybe not good is a good word, but at least they're not panicking and they understand they've got a plan in place and that plan... Uh, Is going to help them get through good times just as in, in bad times. And that's the whole idea. And I wanted to kind of parlay off of that a little bit and talk about an active versus a passive management strategy because I think sometimes people get a little confused in these two. And and the two make a big difference, especially in a downturn like right now. So I thought maybe you could kind of share a little bit of light for us on active versus passive management. How's that? Is that cool?
0: Absolutely. So just um, kind
1: of break it down for us just a
0: little bit if you would. Yeah. I mean, I I believe that there's a place – for both of these management philosophies, okay, we tend to lean more towards the active and tactical side. Although, you know, we do have some passive management involved um, with our third party asset managers. Again, it kind of comes down to, you know, what's the best option for someone. But, you know, when I'm kind of explaining this to someone up front, I'm kind of explaining this as like this active tactical style is going to be like a sailboat. Okay, um, There's a lot going on, algorithms, formulas, triggers that kind of leave the human emotion necessarily out of it. And uh, th- their goal is to try to you know avoid major losses, obviously, where a passive strategy, is what i call it. it's the old park and pray buy and hold <laughs> okay i like um, that park and pray <laughs> th- the park and pray strategy that you know it it, it has its times but it's you know just kind of looking at everything as a whole when you have technology and stuff happens so quick you know i just believe that that you need to be a little bit reactive and no one really wants to get a phone call saying oh we're just going to buy and hold them you know park and pray and hope everything works out because over the long haul, the stock market always comes back. Right, Um, right. That might be a difficult discussion. Yeah. And sometimes that's
1: age-based, right, too, Kyle? like I mean, a a strategy like that might be fine if you're 40,
0: right? Yeah, that's a good strategy. You know, that's really big on, like, what Vanguard's all about is, you know, index passive. Gotcha. Um, Maybe while you're in your accumulation working years, that makes sense when you're dollar cost averaging. You're going to be rewarded, you'll have some really good years and some really bad years um, where the active, I guess for us, at least it's different for everybody, but our active tactical philosophies are more towards, you know, they're not chasing the tops and they're not chasing the bottoms. We want to stay, you know, in that middle tier there and then be a little bit more defensive when stuff's going on right now. Gotcha.
1: Gotcha. Okay. So that's kind of a bit of a difference. So, and we talked a little bit about like being an option, you know, is there some other indicators whether active or passive might be the right strategy for a person other than maybe just age?
0: To be honest, it kind of just comes down to again, active management will typically have a higher cost of doing okay. that. Okay. That's good to know. Too. So, you know, it's a fee discussion, a risk discussion. Sometimes, a you know, a passive strategy will have a little bit more risk involved. Hence why I said there's a little bit more upside. So you're kind of rewarded in those good years also. Again, they each have their times, but I just, you know, looking at everything Mm -hmm. going on, I believe you do need to be active and passive, even in all these strategies, fully diversifying among asset classes is very key here. Again, what we use in our practice, it kind of also comes down to the type of money you have. You don't want to be too active and tactical, like in a brokerage taxable account, because every time you're buying and selling something, it could trigger an event, right? Right. So certain types of money also require certain types of management.
1: Okay. All right. Well, very cool. So if you've had some questions about the two different styles or you're not sure what style maybe your advisor has you in, uh, you know, it's certainly a good question to ask and you could learn more about it. If you want to learn and talk with Kyle about this, you can certainly reach out to him anytime and share with him. Let him know you'd like to come in for a complimentary review of your situation. Uh, and you can do so at 913 257 Thirty nine ninety one. dollars 91 So uh, I'm going to switch gears real fast. We're going to hit the financial dictionary this week on the podcast as well. And basically, I wanted you to kind of take a minute and kind of tell us a little bit about the backdoor Roth. Obviously, prior to what's been happening with the market here lately, that's been a big topic of conversation. Uh, just the Roth in general because of the SECURE Act and so on and so forth. But what's the
0: backdoor Roth? The backdoor Roth, which obviously most people are familiar with it as a Roth conversion. Okay. It's basically allowing you to take some of that tax deferred money you've been saving up, maybe in an IRA, rollover IRA, old 401k, current 401k, those types of accounts. Um, And what that allows you to do is kind of pay the tax now and move that to a Roth IRA and then allow those funds to kind of grow tax-free over time. And then in retirement, when you spend those dollars, you've already been taxed, right? So now you have a source of tax-free income. That's kind of the easiest way I could say it. Um, You know, when it was first created, there was a little bit more rules involved and how many times you could do it to dollar amounts. But now it's since the laws and rules have changed and with the secure act and all the funds, tax cuts and jobs act, it's definitely a strategy that I'm highly educating people on when we do our classes. And definitely my clients are for sure doing them or we're discussing to do those. Again, it's just a really hard thing to appeal to follow because you're going to be paying those retirement taxes now.
1: But right to the plus side right now, we know what the taxes are versus what, what we could be dealing with in the future. Uh, we got a presidential election coming up. Uh, some of the candidates are definitely talking about higher you know, tax rates, things of that nature. So that does factor into that when you're having that conversation, correct?
0: Yep, Here's how I start the conversation. I say, okay, the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act passed in 2018, right? Right, right. <laughs> Ordinary income rates never been lower in the history of your life. I basically say, here's this, it's the biggest tax reform in the last 30 years, which it is. And it has created the single greatest opportunity for baby boomers to either reduce or eliminate their retirement taxes. Okay. So that's what it's done. So, hey, two years have gone by, and that the law that's in place basically says it will end at the end of 2025. So it goes away. Okay. And basically taxes are on sale. Standard deductions double, blah, blah, blah. Taxes are on sale. So when do you want to pay them? Right? Right, right, right. We okay. know what they are and everyone raises their hand. Yeah, I agree. Taxes will go up on my retirement. So obviously we should start looking at doing something about it. Right.
1: I agree. No, I agree with you and I think that, that a lot of times people it, but it's sometimes it's hard to go, well, I just I don't want to feel, you know, I don't want to pay the taxes right now. You know, and I get it, but you have to kind of really be realistic about the situation that you're looking at and it's the same kind of thing with the procrastination about getting with a plan, getting with an advisor, you know. Well, the market's been doing so great for 10 years, you know, like I don't know if we've been beating that horse, but it's true, you know. And so I'm good. I'm I'm doing a good job myself handling this. And that's probably been very accurate, but it's a whole different animal when you start to have these downturns and things that are going on right now. Uh, That's when having an advisor really comes into play uh, specifically because everybody's kind of a genius when the market's just going up. You know, it's it's how you
0: handle things when there's some adversity in the way, right? Correct. I mean, technically, Mm -hmm. hey, if I'm going to do a Roth conversion, you know, right now wouldn't be technically a bad time to do it. So, um, you know, tax-free growth on and on and on, but you know how frequently you need to do this you know our planning philosophy as i said we do have all five plans so in complaining that's where the roth conversions come in whether we're funding a roth through your employer we right. you make too much we need to do a roth conversion like how aggressive are you going to be about this there's just a lot of a lot of pros on the you know hey it doesn't affect your social security when your spouse gets it its tax there's all types of pros there's also some cons and downfalls to doing those and not knowing how to do them yeah, so
1: yeah, it's crazy. Well, I tell you what, you know, there's a lot of things happening out there. There's a lot of things to discuss. Maybe active or passive management. Maybe you want to find out if you know how it's being used in your portfolio with your advisor. Uh, maybe you want to share those questions with them. Maybe you are not working with an advisor and you want to learn more about how one of those two strategies may or may not work with you. As Kyle pointed out, there's advantages to both, the uh, disadvantages to both as well. Just like anything. And uh, whether or not, you know, a Roth conversion is also right for you. So if you got some questions or concerns, hopefully you learned something new from this podcast. We try to share some useful nuggets of information each time we do one of these. Uh, before you take any action with those, always check with your professional before you do. If you're not working with one or you'd like a second opinion, again, Kyle is here to help uh, in the Kansas City and Wichita area. He's got an office there at Overland Park. Reach out to him at 913-257-3991, 913-257-3991, that's the Kansas City number, and you can talk with Kyle and get started today. He's the president and investment advisor representative at MocanFinancial.com. Or, well, MocanFinancial, but com is where you can find him on the web. And of course, you can also subscribe to the podcast there as well on Apple or Google or Spotify or whatever platform you choose. And Kyle, thanks so much for your time, buddy. I hope things are getting better around the house. I know you were having some work done a couple weeks ago, so hopefully uh, it's getting close to being wrapped up.
0: Yep. Thank you.
1: Appreciate it. Have a great week and we will see you soon here on Financially Fit with Kyle Hammersmith. Investment advisory services offered through Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., RWA, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Mocan Financial and RWA are not affiliated. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice and are not intended as investment advice or to predict future performance. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Consult your financial professional before making any investment decision. This information is designed to provide general information on the subjects covered. It is not, however, intended to provide specific legal or tax advice and cannot be used to avoid tax penalties or to promote, market, or recommend any tax plan or arrangement. Please note that Mocan Financial and its affiliates do not give legal or tax advice. You are encouraged to consult your tax advisor or attorney.